Hello and welcome to Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I am your host, Catherine McPhail. I'm an architect practicing in Eastern Massachusetts, and my specialty is additions and renovations to existing homes. I started this podcast as a library of information for people who were undergoing home renovations. We have a lot of information about specific pieces that go into that. I also talk to people about their homes and their own home renovations, and today is one of those episodes. Today, I am talking to Jess Jones, who is a designer from Georgia, and she is in love with her mid-century house outside of Atlanta. I first ran into her account on Instagram, where I'm following a number of home renovation accounts, and so I contacted her, and she agreed to come on and tell me her story. So here is our fun conversation. Jess, thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate you sharing your beautiful house with me. Oh, thank en- you for having me. This is like super exciting. <laughs> yeah, I've been enjoying your um, your Instagram feed and your house is totally the opposite of my house. So, it- I mean, I just love houses anyway. I mean, that's why I became an architect, I guess, because yeah. I just love them. But tell me about your house and how were you searching for this particular style of house yeah. or just tell me all about it. Me and my husband, Renee, uh, we lived in a loft in like, you know, in the city of Atlanta. Um, And we had been looking, or I'd been looking for mid-century modern. He could like, you know, not carry their way. But Mm -hmm. um, we went and saw about 30 houses in Atlanta. And like, I guess a year or two ago, two to three years ago, Atlanta houses, like the pricing started soaring, like out of nowhere, like it became unaffordable. and so the, all the houses that we saw were either too far out of Atlanta, um, were way too expensive for us, or um, had been remodeled in a way that was really terrible, or just wasn't remodeled enough, and we would spend our entire lives remodeling this house. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I was looking for was like a mid-century modern that was close to the city to where like I could get to work within 45 minutes. Um, we were looking for like a lot of original like finishes, uh, but also a little bit of like remodeling already done so that we wouldn't have to do it. Um, and then we had like a, a price point that we were trying to hit. Yeah. And um, after seeing about 30 houses and my real estate agent actually being like, just, just build a house, like, j- or just take a starter house, like take a starter house and like, don't worry about it. And you can find your dream house later. And I was like, no, I have all these, I have like this list of things that I want. Um, and I was like, I refused to settle. And so we had decided, okay, well, fine. We're just going to stay in this loft. Like we're, we were giving up, we're done. And then my friend who lived in a neighborhood that I kind of like coveted, um, she was like, Hey, I went to a neighborhood meeting last night and somebody's putting their house up for sale. I have zero idea what the inside looks like. I can't find pictures of it anywhere, but you should definitely look at it. And I was like, Colleen, we've, where we've decided to cut it off. We're like not looking anywhere. And she's like, just look at this one last one. And I was like, okay. All right. I love that. I love that. You didn't give up. And then I assume yeah. that's the one that you're in right now. So, no, it's like three. No, yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so we pull up and I remember my heart started racing and it had like, I'd seen much more beautiful houses on the outside than this one. Um, and my heart is ne- my, like, I just never started fluttering the way, like, and I got really nervous and I turned to Renee and I was like, I'm nervous. Like we've seen 30 houses and I'm like nervous. <laughs> um, and I remember we walked down cause we have like kind of a sunken, 
uh, front porch. And we walked down and it was slate, like the natural slate. And I was like, cause that was one of my things that I was like, I love slate entryways. Like mm. I had this list of things that I wanted that like, there's no way. And my real estate agent was even, and she's a really good friend of mine. She's like, Jess, you're never going to find all these things, babe. Like for your price point, there's no way. And we walked down, there's a slate floor. And that was like, check one. And then the lady opens the door. And the moment you peer into the front front door, like you see all the original wood paneling. And then you can mm-hmm. kind of straight back to huge windows, these windows. Yeah. Um, and I just went... Like I kind of gasped and then my real estate agent, like her name's Adri, by the way. So I'm just going to call her Adri from now on. Okay. <laughs> um, so, so the owner of the house, she's like, well, let me walk you through. And like, I look down their slate floor. I look over their statement wallpaper. That's flamingo. Hmm. And I was just like, and then I look to the side and there's a kitchen that's been redone fairly well and not like contractor grade Brown. Um. <laughs> And then I look forward and the, the owner starts taking us through and I'm just like trying real, I'm trying to play it cool. Cause Adri said that I need to play it cool. Yeah. Was the owner, was the owner there when you went through? Yeah. Well, she was the one who was like showing us the house cause it wasn't even on the market like, yeah. at all. Oh, okay. Um, so the owner was actually taking you for the tour. Okay. Yeah. So you, you couldn't freak out of, yeah. out of so joy in front like, of her. Yeah. She was literally like play it cool dress mm-hmm. and she, Adri turns around to me and she goes, and I was, for people who can't hear that, she said, this, <laughs> she mouthed, this is your house, very excitedly. And uh, I looked back at her and I was like, I know, I know. Like, and it was just the entryway. We hadn't seen anything. <laughs> um, and my husband, like, he's uh, he's much more of an introvert than I am. And he's much more analytical than I am. And he's much more process driven than I am. And so me and Adri are freaking out while... Jen, the owner, was showing us the house. And Renee, like, I haven't even looked at Renee to say, mm-hmm. like, hey, we're buying this house. <laughs> but, like, after we got done touring, we're walking around the house back to our cars, and me and Adri just go into, like, how I'm going to get this house. And yeah. I, haven't even, I haven't even, like, looked or spoken at Renee at this point. <laughs> like, we just all knew, like, I have to have this house. <laughs> Yeah. And how did he feel about it? Was he still ambivalent or did he, he- was very, um, he was like, uh, okay. Uh, we haven't even talked about it, Jess, but he's like, but yeah, I, I really do love it. Cause like the moment we walked through, like all the way back to the back windows, you look right. And there's a sunken den. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I, I mean, yeah. That sunken <laughs> den. I've been looking at the, your, the photos of your house, of course. Yeah. And that sunken den is, uh, is really nice. It was just so incredible that like they hadn't painted any of like the wood paneling. So it's all original. They haven't painted the um, interior brick. There's a lot of interior brick that runs through the house from the fireplace that's in the middle of the house. Mm. Um and it was just like kind of a miracle. And there were a lot of things. There are a lot of things that are not great that we are having to update and that we are having to like kind of spruce up. Um, there was a lot of weird paint colors on the walls that were painted. So we painted everything white just to kind of balance the um, the dark walls. Um, yeah. There's sense. concrete floors because they had to rip up the original shag carpet because apparently like two owners from us um, they had a ton of animals that they just yeah. couldn't get out of the carpet. Yeah. Well, uh, well, carpets, I mean, 
They don't last forever. And we really, um, there was something really sad about leaving our loft, like our industrial loft in, in town because it had concrete floors and it was very lofted. And I was like, how am I ever going to like get anything like that again? And so that was on the list too. Like there you are. Like a lot of space sunken in statement wallpaper split level. Uh, and you know, slate entryway. Not too much to ask, right? That's not too much. Yeah, that's a very simple list. Every actually every house has all that. Every house has those things. Um, <laughs> you know, and yeah, the bathrooms were updated. The kitchen was updated. Um, so yeah, we're doing a little bit of like making it our style and judging, but it's been pretty good. Yeah. So how long have you been there? Two years. Two years. Oh. So, and how would you characterize the style of the house? What year was it built? 1964. Okay. So 1964, um, it is a mid-century modern. Um, we live in a mid-century neighborhood where there are a lot of like mid-century houses, but not, I think there are only three in this neighborhood that are as modern and as like square shaped. We have a flat roof. Um, and so the two houses on either side of us both have flat roofs as well. Hmm. Um, and I think from what the neighbors have told me, a lot of the neighbors in this neighborhood have been here since the beginning. It was like built as a neighborhood for Bell South, I think. Like uh, once they opened Bell South in Atlanta in the 60s, um, people started building houses here specifically to work there is what I've been told. And like a lot of the original owners still own these houses. And so um, from what I was told, these three houses were all the same architect. And I do not put any, any like faith in this, but I was told by two people that he studied under Frank Lloyd Wright Okay. Um, or that he was like an assistant. Of, he's somehow tied to Frank Lloyd Wright. Right. Well, it's like, totally possible. I mean, there were a lot of people who did. I just can't find any proof of it. So like I kind of stopped saying it because I don't like. Well. Yeah. It's I mean, cool. Frank Lloyd Wright's probably one. He might be the only architect everybody's heard of. Yes. And there are a lot of things that he used to do that I found in this house. Um, like the way that the brick is done. Um, it has really indented grooves. That's mm. really not great for, you know, this time, uh, like in the 2021, because it didn't age well. Like it's not yeah. a good way to do brick. And we know that now, but back then, like a lot of his brick was done that way. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's, I, I'll, I just go with that. It seems totally <laughs> plausible. I mean, the space that you're in right now, I mean, it's kind of like a, like a space and a half. It's a double height space. Look at that. It's beautiful. Yeah. So the, the, um, when you walk in, I would show you around, but really I haven't cleaned. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, this podcast is, is only audio. So no one's going to see that you haven't cleaned. Well, one day also, that's wait, can I just say that's you not cleaning? Yeah, this is me not cleaning. I mean, okay. now I cleaned it. What would be in camera view? Um, <laughs> so, but then you get into the hallway and it's like gross. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because I've been doing so many freaking projects. Like the thing that's keeping me going in quarantine is like projects that I have no business doing myself, but have. Yeah. Been. Like what? Huge project that I just undertook that I had no business doing. Uh, this slate floor. It looks great. Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah, it looks great. Um, yeah. If you, I, I think you've already seen it on my Instagram, but. It well, I did, but not everybody. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Well, it's on my Instagram. Uh, it was covered in like a really gross brown shellac. 
that was like um, coming up and bubbling. And like, you could almost put your fingernail underneath it and like flick it off. And it was mm. like this mustard yellow brown and it was mm, really nice. terrible. And when we first moved in, I thought, oh, it just needs to be cleaned. And I have spent days and days and days of my life just trying to clean it. And then I realized there was like something over it. Mm. Um, so I took it the whole month of January, basically, um, like nights and weekends. And uh, I citrus stripped it off. And then I, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> I have uh, two videos on my Instagram showing like how I did wow. it. And the flamingo wallpaper is still there in the, or is that new? No, no, no. So it's, um, it's not original, but what, so this used to be a closet and the lady, um, before us, she knocked this closet out because it was just too dark in this entryway. Cause this is all wood paneling. I'm not sure. Yeah. You yeah, no, it's all wood paneling in there and it's, it's actually pretty, um, you know, different colors of wood and it's, it's like this, mm-hmm. it's nice pattern. Um, but she, so she put this like uh, flamingo wallpaper, which I love. I love, love, love it. But I'm changing it. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It looks like it's probably been there a while. So, well, it's been there. I mean, it's a new wallpaper and it's actually still sold now. Um, and it's great, but this house is just too moody for tropical. I always thought that I wanted like an LA, very sunny, very tropical mid-century modern, but really, like I, this two years has taught me that there are so many different types of mid-century moderns, mm-hmm. um, and this house is just not tropical. It is not set up to be tropical. It is very woodsy and moody. True, um, it is. And the way that I describe it is, you can look at Mandy Moore's mid-century modern, which is in like sunny LA, California, and then you can look at Dakota Johnson's mid-century modern. Um, and hers is very moody and squared off and lots of wood paneling and, um, the house has spoken and it has said that it mm. is. Johnson. <laughs> are, you, are you in a wooded area? I, I mean, at the, the exterior, it looked like it was a lot of trees. That's, that's another thing. Uh, it's on one and a half acres. Hmm. Um, pretty good. me and my husband, we are city folk. Like we, we did not want, we did not set out for a house this big. We did not set out for a land this big. Um, but when you find your dream home, you, you don't say no because it's right. too many rooms and whatever. Right, I, feel, right. I feel a little braggy when I say that. And I'm sorry. Cause I don't well, mean to be actually a I don't person. know. Is it bragging though? <laughs> you just like have a nice, a really nice house. So I, it's my favorite thing in my life other than wow. my, kids and my husband. So, yeah. So that's great. We would not have survived quarantine without the space. Yeah, I mean the fact that you got to spend so much time in it over the last year almost. Yeah. I mean, you develop a kind of different relationship with your house that way, I think. For sure. Spending, spending all that time and appreciating, you know, appreciating it a little bit. It has like a I think all houses have they have an energy that is contagious whether that's a good energy or a not so good energy. I think if this house could talk, it would be really happy that we appreciate it. Like, and I think it, I think the energy of the house knew that the moment we walked in that Mm. we, we just wanted to elevate it. We wanted to make it the best it could originally be versus a teardown or changing things that are already so beautiful about it. Like we see it's natural beauty versus some people will come in and be like, yeah, you should paint that wood paneling. And I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) No, no. And 
I was just talking to someone else who is in love with mid-century ranches, and she was making the point, she's an architect, and she was making the point that if you want to have a cottage, buy a cottage. Don't try to make your ranch into a cottage. And the same thing with your house. If you're not into that beautiful paneling, then don't live there, right? There's no point in painting it white. That would be so sad just to think of that. I'm a vice president of the board of the neighborhood, and we have some pretty big problems right now with flippers. And you'll probably know a lot more about this. Um, People, because a lot of, I mean, I hate to say it, but a lot of the neighborhood is um, passing away because they've lived here their whole lives. And so now we have people coming in and renovating these houses that have never been touched. And I mean, we'll walk down the street and we'll just see these gorgeous, like pink toilets out by the road Mm -hmm. or like all, like that's when we, we all get really sad. Like me and the girls that are on the board, we're just like, no, 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 no. We, people want this neighborhood because it's a mid-century neighborhood. And then you see them like blocking off windows, like breaking up windows and boarding up windows. And yeah. we're like, no, no, no. That's the whole point of these houses is that the windows are everything. Um, and you see them putting in just like contract. Everything's gray now. Everything is contractor gray. It's not even beige anymore. Well, that is an improvement over beige. I it mean, is, I, it's true. It's still sad, but yeah. But um, it's just, we see what they're doing to these houses and it's like, they don't have an architect coming in. They don't have a designer coming in. It's just whatever's cheap and whatever will sell. And Atlanta has that market right now that as long as it's new stuff, it'll sell. But like, I don't feel there've been two flippers who have come in that didn't even have permitting. So these houses that were gorgeous to begin with, that they just flipped in a very rushed, very ridiculous way. You can't even sell them. So they, they're not, they're not selling. Yeah. They're not selling. Cause there's, there's no permits like the work that they did. None oh. of the permits. Um, well, that's an aside, but I always say that you should get permits for the work that you need permits for, because it's just not going to end well. And it yeah. can be, it could be 25 years later, the same inspector is still mad about that particular project that didn't pull the permit and just makes your life difficult. So building inspectors are your friends and always pull a permit. So <laughs> yeah, they say yeah. that because that's just uh, that's sad, though. I, I get really even though that those houses have nothing to do with me. It makes me a little heart sick to think about, you know, just about those houses getting changed like that and then fl- and then flipped by people who don't love don't them. appreciate them. Yeah. Um, and I, I think yeah. like a lot of people who are buying these homes think that they're doing well. But if they don't have a, a love for this style like they're turning them very shabby chic and very like farmhouse yeah farmhouse it is so not a farmhouse that's the opposite of a farmhouse Mm -hmm. really that your house so i mean i love farmhouses too oh yeah there's there's a time and a place for everything sure yeah and for everyone just but what your friend was saying or the last host was saying is totally how i feel like if you want to live in a farmhouse go buy a farmhouse exactly yeah i would make your life way easier for one thing (laughs) The thing about owning a house is it makes you a person you never thought you would be. Like <laughs> That's true. But it's, it could be aging also. It could be aging. But yeah, like so. I get so freaking excited about things like screen doors now. And like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend all this money to screen in my windows so that I can <laughs> open them up. And like, screen. yeah, like, but when we did that, the cats can go in the center room and it's really freaking cute now. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I get a little more excited about birds than I used to be. Yes. And like, like we had chickens last year. 
Um, it didn't go well because we Uh-oh. have a ton of foxes and raccoons and possums. Mm. Um, but we also have cameras in the back. So I can see like all this wildlife all the time. And I just, I'm pumped about it. I get so excited. Did they kill all the chickens? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. You probably caught that on camera too, which you probably don't want to watch. Uh, I caught the chase and it broke my heart. <laughs> oh, that's, that's sad. Okay, so we're going to move away. We're going to move away from that. I was going to tell you, um, I think I wrote this in the email. Um, yeah, we weren't planning on doing any huge architectural um, renovations, but we do have plans. And that's more of like a five to 10 year plan. But also I thought that you would love to see this because <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. Um, the kitchen is something that we really want to work on. That's our next goal. But then you look up random ceiling door. Well, that's who that did is, this and why? Who did this? What is, what is it? It's just a door and it's like a room that has nothing. Like it's, it's fully built out. It has built in shelves in there. Um, it has a desk up there, like an, um, like an old mid-century modern desk. And then, but it's a, it's a room that goes to nowhere. Like there's no way to get up there. There's no way uh, it doesn't it doesn't attach to anything else in the house because you see like it's there. Yeah, it's just up in the ceiling on the double height. That's yeah, very Isn't that weird. Very weird. Well, I wonder <laughs> if if they originally had that as accessible and then in some kind of subsequent remodel they took out stairs I, to make more room in the kitchen or what was that about? I would love your advice on like how to find original blueprints or original. Because I have zero idea how to do that. And I figured maybe you might know how to. Well, um, usually the building department, I mean, they have to file them with the building department. Have you checked? Mm-hmm. Have you checked with the building department to see what they have on file? I have not, but I... That would be where I would start. And then and then you said you know the name of the architect. Mm-hmm. Is he still living? Probably not. He is not. His wife was when we moved in, but so much has happened in two years, so... True, but she could still be alive. So so check with the building department first and then maybe talk to his wife and see if she has any of his um you know, any of his drawings still. Yeah, I would I'd love to find out what that originally was. I think what we're gonna end up doing is doing a half wall, like knocking out that wall, doing a half wall up there and making it like a very open pantry and then having like a spiral staircase to get up, even though I'm not sure how that would fit with like I'm really into, um, I, I, I love modern things. I love new things, but I also want to keep the style of the house. So mm. I've gone back and forth on whether or not a spiral staircase would look okay there, but. Yeah, it would take up a lot of room in that kitchen, I think. Mm-hmm, but it would be the smallest option. I've also considered mm. um, a library ladder that would just pull over. Yeah. But then it's like, how would we use it on a everyday basis then like we wouldn't be able to like really store pantry stuff up there because oh, no getting up there with very the inconvenient yeah 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 well that's uh, I'm, I'm interested to know what happens with that I'll just yeah. keep following along and see <laughs> that is so creepy <laughs> though ideas that's that's kind of creepy yeah. but I, I mean when I was a kid I always looked for a secret room like that in my house like I'd count the windows on the inside and count the windows on the outside hoping that the count wouldn't match and that there would be that's some so secret cute. place yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, well, you know, it was the 70s. We didn't have much else to do yeah. at the time, so I had to entertain myself some way. But um, but that, so to me, that little room that you have, that little secret curious room is... Um, very weird. Um, I'll send yeah. you kind of like the ideas that I have because I do these really dumb little renderings because I'm not a professional by any means at no, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're great. Send it to, send it to me. But I'll send those to you and I'll send you kind of this. Oh, last night I had a dream and I woke up and I think I had the dream, had the dream because I knew I was talking to you today. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a dream that I built a, uh, like a rooftop deck on top of our, our flat roof. So I'll send you that picture too. Cause I woke up and just like drew it out. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll make that the episode art. Yeah. A photo of that room. I guess you can't take a photo of the room. I go in there. We keep all of our Christmas up there. We keep a lot of stuff that we just don't use. Like all of our seasonal stuff we keep up there. Um, the dream would be to have that half wall and then have like really beautiful built-in shelves and make it very bright and airy and then have all of our like our like dry goods up there and like really beautiful like glass and wood canisters and mm. just make it. I'm very, um, if something doesn't look right, it bothers me forever. So that's going to bother me until we have it looking. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, that would, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. That's kind of like hanging out there in, in the, in the breeze sort of room. Yeah. And I am going to put, um, if it's okay with you, I would love to put some photos so people can see what it looks Absolutely. like in the, in the blog post that I will yeah, be doing good. with this. Uh, this year and being home and being on your phone, mostly, <laughs> um, yeah. I have definitely started following more home accounts than I ever would have thought, but I, love them. And the home account community is so, um, they're inspiring. They are helpful. They are, um, very loving and very giving of their knowledge. Like I have found some really great online friends because of just following home accounts Mm. and art and architecture accounts and DIY accounts. Um, yeah, maybe it's a silver lining of this whole thing, but I do feel like social media has become more of a lifeline to people and actually developing relationships. So maybe they've been getting more real. I have a, um, I have a personal account and then I have the house account. And the house account until very recently, like in the last week, has been mostly mostly just house stuff. Like it's, I mean, you'll hear me talking on videos, but you won't, I, I haven't really shown me and Renee a lot. Um, in like the photos, I just posted a photo yesterday that has like me in it making a old fashioned, but yeah, I saw um, that that you make with maple syrup instead of maple syrup. Um, so Renee is kind of a cocktail snob, but different opinions. Uh, and he taught me how to make old fashions and I was just so, I'm a very impatient person that goes along with being an Aries, I guess. Uh And so if we don't have simple syrup and we don't have like sugar cubes, or I just don't feel like muddling a sugar cube. I just want to make a quick old fashioned. I just use like, you know, a fourth to a half of an ounce of maple syrup instead. And it is so good. I bet. <laughs> I bet. That sounds pretty good. And yeah. then I actually started doing like, I have droppers from like essential oils and stuff. I started doing like a dropper of like old coffee too, from like coffee oh, from the morning. And wow. it like makes it so deep. And I don't even know if you can call it an old fashioned after you add all this stuff <laughs> after you add it'd be like a breakfast um fashion <laughs> it is oh my gosh it is breakfast foods i hadn't even thought of that yeah breakfast <laughs> fashion yep you invented a new a new cocktail oh, you've invented it that was oh, the, i just named name. it i just named it you invented it yeah <laughs> 
Well, this has been really fun talking to you, Jess. Oh, it was so nice to chat with you. I'm glad we we like came across each other on yeah. Instagram. On Instagram, that's right. So uh, why don't you just once again mention what your Instagram name is? It uh, it's at Tiny Mighty Midmod. Yeah. So if you go on Instagram, you can check out all the photos of the house there, right? But I'm gonna have um, I'll have some other ones in the blog post. Perfect. So. Yeah, I'll send you all my really ridiculous before and after rendering. So, like anybody who listens to this can get the the scoop that nobody else does. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Well, um, good luck, and I hope we I hope we cross paths again. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks again, Jess, for sharing your story, and thanks to you for listening to this episode. So in this episode, I talked a couple times about blog posts, but uh, I've since changed the name of that. So anyway, there are episode enhancements on my website. That's what I mean, where I post the photographs and maybe do an article based on the episode, kind of inspired by the episode. So check out my new website, www.talkinghomerenovations.com. And we also have the full transcripts of many of the episodes. We're working on getting all of the episodes up there. But our most recent episodes, we have the full transcripts and, you know, some photos and other information. So check that out. And I always love to hear from you. So if you have any suggestions for episodes or comments or whatever, send me an email at thehousemaven at talkinghomerenovations.com. And you can also get in touch with me on Facebook, possibly, or Instagram, which I definitely am on a lot these days. I am Talking Home Renovations at both of those places. And on TikTok, I am The House Maven. And I'm happy to answer any questions you have there. There's a Q&A box. You can just put your question right in there and I'll make a video to answer it. Pretty exciting. You could subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already and share it with your friends. Tell your friends all about it. And if you like this episode and you feel like um, you'd like to help me out, go rate it uh, wherever you get your podcasts and maybe write a review. So this podcast is a member of a design network and you can discover exclusive architectural design um, information over at designnetwork.org. This podcast is a production of my architecture firm, Demios Architects, where we believe that architects are for everyone. Until next time, take care. Bye.